you're listening to the Soul Yoga Podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I am your host, Amanda Aaron, Soul Guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth. Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. feels like a while since I've shared a podcast episode. I think the last one was uh, about the middle of February, I guess, titled Women in Leadership. And um, I have a few ideas just rolling around in my head, and so thought I'd do a couple of shorter recordings today. Um, I just in the in the course that I had taken called Leadership Foundations for Women in Construction, the way that she talks about imposter syndrome is that the anecdote is um, belonging a sense of belonging. And so for women in construction, the imposter syndrome is not something made up. It's not something psychological. It is absolutely known and uh, measurable and, and physically seen and evident that construction is made for men. It's a man's industry made by a man. And so the way that she talks about imposter syndrome is that, um, you know, no wonder women feel like they don't belong because the safety gear is too big. It doesn't fit properly. Um, You know, so many other things about how the construction industry is uh, really created and founded upon that transactional or masculine style of leadership. And um, on the weekend, I was at a doula gathering and uh, just a group of a group of doulas coming together um, to support one another really is what we're passionate about. And I mentioned you know how the thing that I've seen that is so interesting to me is how rare it is and and really the desire is for a woman to be led by a woman 
like a woman and not like a man. Women want to see women in leadership leading as a woman. And so many times the women in leadership are actually the obstacle to more women leading. And um, that's, you know, I can definitely see that for sure at the current company that I work at, the one woman VP is definitely the obstacle to other women rising to leadership. And I just remember um, Hillary Clinton's campaign for presidency was very much a woman trying to earn the election as a man would. She was trying to compete on the same field. And um, I just thought it didn't work. Uh, it was a woman in pantsuit, not a woman in her divine feminine being a woman. I remember years ago, maybe 2017, 2018, um, even into 2019, I just really remember seeing that term come up a lot, divine feminine, and what does that, what does that really mean? Like, how, what's the change? And am I, you know, am I operating as a woman or am I operating as a man? And so many of the traits that I, um, I guess kind of trained myself as a child, we're all to be a man, you know, to be on time, to be organized, to be detailed, to be um, succinct, to be meticulous. All of these things are not honoring of the way uh, cyclical living or kind of feminine leadership operates. Feminine leadership or leading as a woman is is not transactional. It's transformational. It's relational at its core. Um, and it's not done alone. It's not done in a bubble. It's, um, it's an open relationship with trust and vulnerability and asking for help. Um, it sees everyone as equal. No hierarchy. No, you know, I'm the business expert and you need to listen to me. Women leadership, feminine leadership is going to the person at the bottom rung of the leadership ladder and saying, hey, here's this organizational problem. Like, what can we do to fix it? And listening and applying. Feminine leadership also honors slow living. Uh, it honors the cyclical rhythms of rest and action. Um, it's seasonal, understanding that there is a different energy in the summer 
of a different energy in the winter. And in construction, it may not be um, very popular, I suppose, or, or uh, accepted to talk about, you know, the bleed cycle, menstruation of a woman. But it's very clear that we have times, we have seasons, we have cycles within a month of high activity, and we have cycles within a month of rest. And that's neither good nor bad, but simply, you know, how our bodies are hardwired. And so to ignore these seasons of rest is really where we see career burnout, um, it's where we see mental exhaustion. It's where we see um, employee turnover and missed days at work and oh, so many things from an employer's point of view that um, are not desirable for the overall functioning and health of an organization or a company. And so to really trust in our innate ways of operating is to create moments to build those relationships, even if it doesn't look like it will have any business benefit or payout or whatever. You know, it's not, we are not... Women are not transactionally oriented. We are relationally oriented. And so we need to focus on how are you? How are you really, you know, creating that space to really sit with the people around us and have space for mentorship, have space for sponsorship, be bringing people up underneath us. So often I see in the transactional business leadership style, um, just an exhaustion and, you know, there's no kind of passing on the skills. There's no space. There's no energy for delegating or training up people underneath you, and um, so often I see this kind of clinging to knowledge as if I'm the only person who knows these details or these facts, then I'm irreplaceable, and, you know, that gives me job security, a sense of job security that my employer can't fire me because I'm the only one who knows these things. And that's just not, that's just not uh, true to leading as a woman. Women in leadership have this sense of inclusivity, uh, a sense of honestly belonging, you know, just a space where everyone is equal, everyone is seen, and that is really, um, to me, 
the way that a woman operates. And this is not submissive. This is not meek. It truly is, you know, upholding these feminine traits and having an equal healthy balance of the masculine, to be quite honest, because without that fierce, protective mama bear energy, which is the fiery masculine, um, you know, you really see the submissive, subservient woman who doesn't stand up for herself, um, constantly caught in people-pleasing, and that's not healthy either, you know. These, these traits that I'm talking about for leading as a woman, they are leading healthfully um, with strength, with confidence, with, with honor. This is not meek or small. This is tall, erect. This is confident. This is proud. This is, um, you know, just like feeling your chest so full and honestly, like standing in a Superman pose, just, um, full of life and vigor and passion. This is not, definitely not being small. And I think those moments of smallness, of feeling the imposter syndrome, are, um, just really moments where we need to turn back to that sense of belonging. That is absolutely the anecdote, the imposter syndrome, feeling, imposter syndrome, feeling like we're faking it, we don't belong, we don't know what we're doing, and the sense of belonging is really, um, I do belong here. I know exactly what I'm doing. I am confident in my skills. Uh, and I can't, I honestly am so excited to dive back into the book Belonging by Tokopa Turner because I remember she talks exactly about this, the sense of unbelonging. Um, she doesn't call it the imposter syndrome, but she does uh, conclude that a sense of belonging really is... Um, just spurred on by first this meaningful individual connection with ourselves, being still with ourselves first, and then connecting to others. So I can't wait to dive into that a little bit more. That was more than I had thought to share on the subject, but oh, I'm just so passionate about women, leading women as a woman. If something uh, resonated with you today, I would really love to hear it. You can find me at um, on Instagram at Amanda J. Aaron, A-M-A-N-D-A-J-A-Y-N-E-A-A-R-O-N. No spaces, no dots. Um, and I hope to connect with you soon. Love you all. Bye.